Love Life Church podcast, and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. You guys, are you guys ready for this? Are you ready? We are launching, we are dropping, we are starting a new series tonight. Y'all ready? I am so excited, if you can't tell. I'm always excited. But anyways, we are starting a new series called Resilient Faith. I love the word resilient, and I love faith. So let's put them together and have some resilient faith. Let's go. Let's go. I'm serious, guys. Tonight, we're going to be talking about four keys to walking in resilient faith. Walking in resilient faith. How many of you guys want to walk in resilient faith, right? Sometimes we over-spiritualize faith. Faith is your belief system. Faith is what you believe in for, okay? Sometimes we over-spiritualize, make it spooky and kooky and all those kind of mookies. But we're over-spiritualizing it. It's your belief system. It's how you believe. So listen, guys. As Christians, as Christians, our belief system is in Jesus, right? He is the model of our faith. He's the model of what we believe. We look to Jesus, okay? That's where our belief system is focused, is on Jesus. So, but for reals, if we want to be talking about resilient faith, then we need to look to Jesus. Talk about resilience. Homeboy went to the cross and came again. He rose again for you and I, and he had, you know what he had to be looking to? He had to look to the Father because God had a plan for his life. He, you know what, he was looking to the joy set before him. He was looking to you and I and us. He was looking to us at that cross, right? Our belief system is completely tied to Jesus. Our faith is in Jesus, and our faith is that for God so loved the world, he sent his son. He sent his son that you and I could have everlasting life. Jesus said in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus also said to Philip, he said, He who has seen me has seen the Father. So Jesus, God sent Jesus so that we could know what God looked like. So that we can know what God sound like. And you know, so that we can know what love look like. So that we can know what love sound like, right? Let's dive in, all right? Ready? Key number one. Y'all ready for this? Key number one. Let's go. Resilient faith perceives as real fact what is not yet revealed to the senses. We walk by faith and not sight. We walk by faith and not sight. Hebrews 11.1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Look at your neighbor and say, what are you hoping for? What are you hoping for? What do you have confident expectation in? Ask yourself. I love to ask myself questions because I got to answer myself and then I know where I'm at. What do I have? What do I have confident expectation in? In health? In healing? Right? In victory? In wisdom? Or in sickness, disease, failure, and unintelligent stupidness. <laughs> you acting like a fool, you thinking like a fool. What do you have confidence in? What do you have confidence in what's your hope in if your hope is not 
in God and his way of doing things, your hope is in the world and the world's system and the world's way of doing things. So you know what's going to be, what's the great revealer of where you're at? Your communication. Listen to what you're saying. Listen to what you're saying, and then you'll know where you'll, you'll know exactly where your hope is at. Listen to your communication, right? Health. I love my life. God is at the center of my life, and all things are possible with healing. I trust that God is the healer. The devil is a liar, and sickness and disease don't belong to me. Let's go, right? Victory. I know that I have the victory in Christ Jesus, right? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There we go. Wisdom. I know that James says, if anybody's lacking wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously. When you act in a fool, you thinking like a fool, ask God for wisdom, right? Ask God for wisdom. Or check your communication. Is it in sickness? Man, every time around this year, I know I'm going to get sick. Every time somebody at work gets sick, I know it's coming. It's coming. You know what? When somebody in my family gets sick, the whole family has to get it. It goes from the top to the bottom, all the way back around, and then finally we're done with it. What? And it's so weird to say that because I do not talk like that, and I do not believe any of that crap that I just said. No way, not for me. Devil, no, not today, not this girl. But listen to your communication, right? Disease. Man, what if I got some crazy disease? And there you are thinking about it, and you, you're over here planning your funeral. Man, who would show up? You know, would there be flowers? What would they say about me? You know, I wonder if they'd play this song. Stop! Stop! But what, what do you have hope in? What do you have great expectation in? Watch your communication, right? Failure. I can't. It's too hard. It's unfair. I can't. It's too hard. It's unfair. Is, do you have great expectation in failure? Do you have great expectation and unintelligence? I'll never understand this. You know how many times people say that? Just because something's new doesn't mean you don't understand it. It's just new. Give yourself a minute. Be kind. Ask God for wisdom. I'm just too stupid or I'm just too slow. Or I, I, I can't get it. I, 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 I. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. What do you have confident expectation in? What do you have hope in? Check your communication, right? Check your communication. God's way of doing things are the world's way of doing things. Great expectation. All things are possible. Or I can't. And they always will. And I never. And life is unfair. Check your communication. You know what? That's why we come to church. So that we can show up to grow up. So that we can learn a new way of communicating. So that we can learn God's way of communicating. So that we can learn God's way of conquering our everyday life. Life is life, but God is love. And God is good. Right? No guilt. No condemnation. Just change. Look at your neighbor and say, no guilt. Don't slap them. No condemnation. <laughs> just change. Just change. Right? If you don't like where you are, you can grow. We make it hard. We over-spiritualize it. We make it difficult. If you don't like where you are, you can grow. And here at Love Life, your growth is limitless. Your growth, you are unstoppable, right? When you get empowered with God's word, with God's truth, with God's life, with God's grace, with God's love, with God's mercy. You can grow and become all that he's called you to be. 
Do you know that God has a plan for your life? He has a destiny for you. You just have to choose his path. You just have to choose his will. All right, number two, because here at LLYA, we take notes. Why do we take notes? Because we know that faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. we got to preach to ourselves later on, right? We don't need the word for right here and right now. We need the word when we get out those doors. We need the word when we're laying in bed and we don't know what to do. We're like, what that disease? What? I know she talked about disease. That's all you're thinking about. No, write the notes of the good stuff down, right? Number two, resilient faith works by love. Works by love. We're expecting, and it works over here, works by love. Works by love. You know, we're expecting something like magical to happen. Like you want to wake up and just like, you know, he's not a genie in a bottle, baby. You don't rub him the right way. That's not how God works. God has principles. That's the world's way of doing things. That's wishful thinking. That's lottery thinking. You get those lottery. Oh, yeah, Lord, give me the lottery numbers. I promise I'll give to the church. You don't give now a dollar. You're going to talk about giving a millions? But amen, if you want to play, you're going to give. Let it go. Bring it home to the house. Paul said in Galatians 5, 6, Amplified. For if we are in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything, but only faith activated and expressed and working through love. Working through what? Through love. It's not by our works that we move God. It's faith working through love. It's not by our works. You know, us going to church, us reading the Bible, us taking the notes, us worshiping God, us only listening to Christian music. You know what? If I only listen to Christian music for 30 days, God's going to do this miracle for me. That's not how it works. You know, we start creating things. We're like, okay, if I do this and I go to church every single time and then God's going to move. Can I tell you that God's already moved? It's already finished. It's already done on the cross. We just need to receive it. We just need to walk in it. We just need to know our authority. We just know that authority that we're singing about. I have the authority. Yeah, in Jesus. We need to learn about it, right? It's not by our works, our outward works. Yes. Those are good habits for you. Yes, it would be good for you to listen to some Christian music instead of bumpity bump bump, grindity grind grind, blah 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 blah. You know that song that's popping, that's disgusting. Yeah, turn it off. Yes, you and you, I'm talking to you. And you know what song I'm talking about, that's nasty. Anyways, it will benefit you to take a break. Right, because hearing God's word, things that glorify God. But sometimes stuff on Christian radio is so stupid, too. I'm like, no, no, we've been set free. No, God is not giving sickness and disease. So I get it, okay? I get it. But it will be a lot more beneficial to you than that song. Anyways, right? But all those things don't move God, right? All those things. We're just walking perfect, doing perfect, because first of all, you can't be perfect. None of us can, because we ain't Jesus, right? If you're trying to find favor with God, it doesn't come by your works. It doesn't, it's impossible. It's impossible to obey the whole law of Moses. Guys, we can't even obey the Ten Commandments. Do you know that there's over 600 laws? If you want to obey, you know, you want to be claiming one, you got to claim all. 
Some of you guys, would, you're, they're looking shocked in the building that there's over 600. What? What happened to the 10? Yeah, we're struggling with the 10. You shall not, you shall, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make idols. You shall not take the names, Lord, of God in vain. Whoop, some of you all right there can't even get past that one. No guilt, no condemnation, just change, right? Remember the Sabbath to keep it holy, and you'll be hitting snooze on the Sabbath. Snooze, 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 right? Honor your father and mother. Woo! You shall not murder. God, we got that one down. We had not killed nobody yet. <laughs> you shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Y'all be lying. You shall not covet. <laughs> That's only a few. Imagine 600. God, not by my works. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus. Paul said in Galatians 5, 1 through 6, this is the New Living Translation. So Christ has truly set us free. Look at your neighbor said, you've been set free. You've been set free. Let it go. Let it go. Right? Now make sure that you stay free. This is the key. You've been set free. Now make sure you stay free and don't, don't get tied up again into slavery to the law, religion, religion actions, right? That's, that's what I love about Love Life Church. That's what I love about Pastor Dan. He's so real. He's the realest. And he's always like, we ain't Christianese. No, we are not Christianese. And every time he says that word, I think of menes. I have no idea why. Christianese is like menace to me. <laughs> that was free. Listen, let's get back to the word. Listen, I, Paul, tell you this. If you are counting on circumcision, outward works to make you right with God, then Christ will be no benefit to you. Imagine religious people that Christ has no benefit to them. What? Oh my gosh. I say it again. If you're trying to find favor with God by being circumcised, you must obey every regulation of the whole law of Moses. The over 600 laws, guys. Woo. Anyways, never mind. We won't go there. For if you are trying to make yourself right with God by keeping the law, you have been cut off from Christ. You have fallen away from God's grace. Why? Because his grace is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. But we who live by the Spirit eagerly wait to receive by faith, that relentless faith, resilient faith, the righteousness, the right standing with God. Righteousness means that you and I are in right standing with God. God has promised to us, for when we place our faith in Christ Jesus, there is no benefit to being circumcised, the outward works, or being uncircumcised. What is important, look at your name and say, it's important, listen up, write it down, is faith expressing itself in love. So we don't kill, steal, lie, or cheat. Not because the law doesn't say so, but because love would not do that, right? And Jesus died on the cross to make a way for you and I, to make a way for us, a better way. You know what? A better way to live and a better way to love. And he showed us 
love. He showed us the example of compassion. He showed us the example. Jesus set us free from the world's system and the world's, the world's rule over us, right? We're no longer slaves to sin. We're no longer slaves to this world's system. We're no longer a slave to religion. We've been set free. We're not going back to be bound, right? We're no longer. And Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4.4, New Living Translation, Satan, who is the God, the little God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. They can't even see that Jesus is God here on earth. Jesus came. God sent his son. Jesus said in John 10, 10, the thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you may have life and that you may have it in abundance till it overflows. We don't kill, steal, and destroy. Why? Because that's the old way. That's the old man. That's the world system. The world has to cheat and lie and deceive to get ahead. But we have to look to Jesus. We, we look to God and his favor and his grace. His grace is sufficient, right? Truth sets us free. We ain't going back to the tricks. Tricks are for kids. We growing up here, right? Truth sets you free. You know what? You become so secure when you know the truth. When you know the truth. Have any of you guys ever believed a lie? Okay, but have any of you guys ever fallen for a lie, right, growing up? I feel like the dumbest one that I fell for growing up was that I love jack-in-the-box tacos, okay? Jack-in-the-box tacos, curly fries, ketchup, amen. That American diet, okay? You're young, it doesn't matter, right? What comes in comes out. But anyways, so <laughs> growing up, my uncle told me that, that jack-in-the-box tacos were turtle meat. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, those tacos that you love, it's turtle meat. And I just had this like, man, that doesn't seem right. I can't be eating turtle. I mean, like, I could be eating cow, but not a turtle, you know. And, and I, I believed that for like a good I don't know, day, and then I went home and asked my grandpa, and I'm like, Grandpa, is Jack in the Box Tacos turtle meat? He's like, no, don't listen to your uncle. Don't believe him. But it's one of the, like, dumbest lies that I, like, fell for, and I was like, oh, I can't eat this. Like, this, this sucks. You know, I can't eat a turtle. No thanks. <laughs> but I can munch on a cow. <laughs> but have any of you guys fallen for a lie? We've all fallen for a lie. And you know that when you fall for that lie, you become, like, very insecure, right? You're not sure. Somebody told you you're stupid. And now one teacher, one parent, one stupid kid in class, somebody said you're stupid. And now you believe that lie, and you're trying to, like, learn in school, and you're like, oh, I'm stupid. And you imagine you just take that with you. You go to the next grade, into the next class, and now you're over here trying to get a job, and you're like, I'm stupid. No, you're not. That's a lie. Don't believe the lie. Look to truth. Look to the word. Look to Jesus. Ask God, and you'll receive wisdom, right? Ask God, and you'll receive greater tacos. <laughs> but the truth sets you free. 
That was just one of the stupidest lies, but I fell for it, okay? I totally fell for it. But truth sets you free. The enemy, the devil, he wants to keep you ignorant. He wants to keep you like, yeah, that's turtle meat, dummy. <laughs> You're like, man, <laughs> the turtles. You're like, <laughs> the enemy wants to keep you so ignorant. He doesn't want you to know your authority. He doesn't want you to know your power over him. He doesn't want you to know that you are healed, that you can live a blessed life, that you can call on the wisdom of God, and there it is. He doesn't want you to know. He wants to keep you ignorant. You want to know why he wants to keep you ignorant? Because he wants to keep you in bondage. He wants to keep you in bondage, and he wants to keep you a slave, right? But we are no longer slaves to sin. We're no longer ignorant of the devil's devices his tricks, his schemes. Tricks are for kids, devil. We already know your tricks. You're so dumb, you're playing the same tricks. You just step back and you can look at life and you're like, oh yeah, my nana fell for it, my mama fell for it, my auntie fell for it, I'm not. (laughs) How are you not going to fall for it? By getting new information from the word of God. You have to renew your mind. You can say, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. But you are unless you get new information, right? I don't want to do that. 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 But you know that all you're doing is focusing on that. And you're wondering why that's happening in your life and why you keep repeating history instead of making history is because you need to renew your mind to the word of God. And that's why we come to church so that we can learn about the devil's devices and we ain't a fool no more, right? Jesus said in John 8, 32, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples. I love that word. That word has so come alive to me. You are my followers, my students, my apprentice, my interns, my legacy. You are my family. You are my disciples. And you shall know the truth. And the truth will make you free. Where? When we are abiding in him. When we're abiding in his word, when we're looking to Jesus, following Jesus, right? We're a student of Jesus. We're an apprentice of Jesus. We're an intern of Jesus. We're the legacy of Jesus. We're the family of God, right? We are in the family of God. Love set us free. And we are not going back to bondage. We are not going back to slavery. We're not going back to sin. We're not going back to religion. We've been set free. The truth sets free. All right? Number three, resilient faith understands that God is love. Life is life, but God is love. Do not confuse the cruelties of this life with the love of God. Do not confuse those two, right? Life is life, but God is love. Life is hard, but God is love. Life is unfair, but God is love. You need to know that truth because when you have that truth that God is love and that God is good, you are so secure because no matter what the devil throws at you, God is love. No matter what the devil throws at you, God is good, and you know that that's not from God, but that's from the enemy, and he will not rob your joy. He will not take your joy, right? John's firsthand experience with Jesus redefined God to the whole world. He said that God was love. They did not even understand that. You know what? We're still trying to wrap our head around that. Like, God, why did you choose me? 
Like, why do you love me? Why did you pick me for this hour and this time and this purpose? And God's like, I got a plan for you because I love you. I called you. I equipped you. And you're like, what? God is love. Life is life, but God is love. First John 1, 1 through 3, this is the Amplified because you know your girl likes the words, okay? I am writing about what existed from the beginning. He's talking about Jesus, guys. What existed from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have looked at and touched with our hands. Jesus, he's telling us, right? Because he had firsthand experience. So he's writing it down and he's letting us know. He looked love in the eyes, right? Concerning the word of life, the one who existed even before the beginning of the world, Christ, and the life, a part of his being was manifested, and we have seen it as eyewitnesses and testify and declare to you the life, the eternal life who was already existing with the Father and was actually made visible to us followers. Guys, this is not just the Bible. This is a guy writing about his eyewitness experience. He's like, I look love in the eyes. He's like, I, he's like, I held on to love. And he's letting us know that God sent Jesus for his followers. What we have seen and heard, and we also proclaim to you so that you too may have fellowship so that you too may have relationship, so that you too can look love in the eye, right? As partners with us and indeed our fellowship, which is a unique mark of a born again believer. Your relationship with God is a unique mark that you're born again. You look different, you walk different, you talk different, why? Because you've been born again. You have a relationship with love, You're not seeking love. You have love living inside of you, right? With the Father and his Son, Jesus Christ. John is saying, listen, guys. We looked love right in the eye. We saw love rise. We saw him die, and we saw him rise again. His name is Jesus, God's one and only Son, Because love came down and rescued me. Love came down and set us free. Hallelujah. I always mess up every song, but you love me anyways. In my mind, they have a flow. But what comes out, nobody knows. (laughs) All right. 1 John 4, 7, the Amplified. Beloved. Let us unselfishly love and seek the best for God. Yeah, let's love God and let's seek the best for God. No, let's seek the best for one another. This is when it gets real, like real, real. Yeah, like, yeah, I love God, but what about others? Well, I'm working on that. For for love is from God and everyone who loves others is born of God and knows God through personal experience. The one who does not love has not become acquainted with God, does not or never did know him, for God is love. God is what? God is love. He is the originator of love. He is 
It, and it is an enduring attribute of his nature. By this, the love of God was displayed in us. You know that the love of God should be displayed in us as we love one another? As we show grace to one another? Why? Because his grace is sufficient to me. We just be pouring it out to others, right? Where am I at? By this, the love of God was displayed in us and that God has sent his one and only begotten son, the one who is truly unique, the one and only of his kind into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as the appeasement. That is the atoning sacrifice and sanctifying offering for our sin, fulfilling God's requirement for justice against sin and placing his wrath. Beloved, if God so loved us in this incredible way, we ought to love one another. Faith works by love. Faith works by love. We're like, God, I love you. He's like, love one another. Love one another. Faith expressed through love, right? Jesus was literally God in a body to show us the Father how he had compassion on others, how he healed all, right? Jesus was love. If you want to know what love looks like, we want to know what love is. And I want you to show me. Look to Jesus, okay? Look to Jesus if you want to know what love is. That's got to be from the 80s, totally dating myself. That's old. That's okay. I'm not. Yet. Never will be. I'm going up. <laughs> Young. <laughs> Anyways. If you want to know what love is, literally, seriously, not, and not jokingly, look to Jesus. What did he do? He had compassion, right? No greater love than to lay one's life down. Jesus laid his life down for his friends. This is exactly what he did for the whole world. All right. Number four. Ready for this? Resilient faith chooses love for one another. Resilient faith chooses love for one another. Okay, quick story. I am a fast-paced person. I like things fast, and you know what? I'm fast to my speed, and other people can be faster than me, but I like to have a hard time with slow people. And you, maybe you're not slow, but maybe you're just slower than me. You know, like, if I drive faster, if I talk faster, and, you know, I'm just like, I'm just like a, let's go, let's go. And that can make me sometimes impatient, okay? Because I want it all and I want it now. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, we can do this. And then I'm like, maybe we can't, you know, like when we get there. But it makes me, it's just that whole big dreamer, big liver, let's go. And sometimes that makes me very impatient, like, come on, come on. Well, anyways, I've been working on that. I've been working on that. So sometimes when I'm impatient, I yell a lot. Because obviously I have a loud voice. And so I'm like, seriously? And I'm working on all of that. And I, I have genuinely, honestly been working on this for a while. Like, oh, for a good length of time, okay? So, like, Sash, there's no need to overreact, okay? If they didn't put five hot sauces in your bag, you're not going to, you know, life is not going to be over. But you would think it's over the way I react. Oh, I can't believe that. They never get it right. La, la, la. It's like, dude, too blessed to be stressed. Like, calm down. Calm down. This is me preaching to myself, you know. Okay, so this Sunday, this just happened, okay. 
and this isn't to brag, but this is like proof, okay? So on Sunday, I'm driving, I hit a pothole, and I was driving around the speed limit. I hit a pothole, boom, and the bottom of my car falls off. No, I'm not kidding. I looked at my sister, I'm like, did you hear that? She's like, yeah, (laughs) who didn't hear that? But first it was just like, and then it was like, so I feel like it just like popped and then it was just dragging. So I go, I pull over, like it happens to be right by the dump. So I pull over at the dump. I get out of the car and I see that the bottom fell out. And I'm like, I'm like, oh wow, (laughs) the bottom of the car fell out. As soon as I get out of the car, I look fire truck comes right out of nowhere and they pull right up next to me and they're like is everything okay and they're like where are you guys coming from the dump (laughs) we're looking all like feeling good like we should because we got our Sunday best on okay Sunday's best and um they're like are you guys coming from the dump where are you coming from and firemen are so awesome they just take control of the situation they're just like opening the door popping the hood and I'm like I'm like, whoa, like, first of all, where'd you guys come from? <laughs> Did you guys come from the dump? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like a miracle they appeared. They're there. And they just get out this fireman tape and, and they tape the bottom of the car back to the top of the car. And they're like, just take it to the shop. They'll just put, they'll just screw it back together. It's no big deal. I was like, God, you are so good. Like, I didn't even have time to start yelling. I didn't have time to start hooping and hollering, nothing. God just showed up. I'm like, God, you are so faithful. You are so good. And they're like, so just take it to the shop. So I get to the shop, and it's packed. Like, everybody's at the shop. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I wait in line. I talk to somebody, and I say, I'll let them know what happened. And they're like, don't worry about it. But we're really packed, so just come at close, and your car should be done. I'm like, okay, thank you. I appreciate it. My sister's here. She'll take me, so I'll come back at close. I come back at close, guys. There's literally like 15 guys in the shop, and they're ticked, all of them, all 15 of them. And they're in line, and they get to them like, blankety blank, you said my car would be done at close. And I'm like, and then a guy looks at me, and he's like, what time did they tell you your car would be closed? I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Like, I ain't trying to jump in your mess. Like, too blessed to be stressed. I'm working on me, okay? You don't even need to get me started because, man, I'll be a tornado up in this place. So calm down, you know? I'm just like, don't, don't let her out. Don't start, you know? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And he's like, what time did they say? I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. They said close. I'm good. And these guys are yelling, and I'm thinking, like, this looks ridiculous, first of all. And the guy brings him his keys, and he's like, here's your car, sir. I will not be disrespected like that. And, and that guy has to walk out. So I'm, like, standing there just keeping my cool. The guy came to me, hands me my keys, and says, ma'am, your car is done. It's on us. <laughs> Drop the mic. Drop my jaw. I was like... God, you are so good. And you know what? The world needs to see love in action. They need to see what love looks like when it's hot, it's humid, it's 150 degrees outside, and you ain't trying to, like, die out there, and the fireman comes and rescues you, and you're over there with a great attitude, too blessed to be stressed, and God show in favor. Why? Because I was like, oh, no, no, I'm good. Like, I'm good. I don't, I, I don't, don't, I don't need to get started in all that hoopla, right? No need for all of that. This is love for one another. 
That's love in action. That's my faith being expressed through love. How am I going to treat others? How am I going to, like, believe the best, think of the best, right? Love for one another. Number four, resilient faith chooses love for one another. 1 John 5, 1 through 5. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has become a child of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves his children too. Did you know that was in the Bible? (laughs) You know, we're supposed to be loving our neighbor. That includes your mom, your dad, your wife, your spouse, your kids, the people in your house. You're like, what? God loves them too? (laughs) Yes, God loves them too. And so should we. We know we love God's children if we love God and obey his commandments. Loving God means keeping his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. For every child of God defeats this evil world. And we achieve this victory through our resilient faith. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. What is this commandment, right? Because remember we're talking about all them 600 and all those commandments. And we're like, we're trying to follow 10. What is the commandment Jesus is talking about? Jesus said in John 15, 9, I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you, you remain in my love. Just as I obey the, my commandments. Just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in his love, I have told you these things so that you would be filled with joy. Not filled with torture, trying to obey all the commandments. Filled with what? Filled with joy. Filled with joy. Yes, your joy will overflow when you act in and show in love. And they bring you your keys and say, ma'am, your car is ready. It's on us. My joy was overflowing. I was like, I wanted to be like, yeah, sucker. See, that's what you guys get. I used to act like a fool like you, but no more. But I didn't say that. I didn't say none of that. And I told you, don't let this tornado get going. No. Look into Jesus, right? I got to practice what I preach outside these doors. I got to talk it, walk it, breathe it, show it, keep it, love it, right? This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. It's not burdensome. Why? We love because he first loved us. And that's how we love others. There's no greater love than to lay one's life down for his friend. You are my friends if you do what I command. What do I command? Love one another. Love one another. Faith expressed itself through love, through loving one another. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Submitting to one another. What? Forgiving one another. What? Encouraging one another restoring one another, accepting one another, caring for one another, bearing with one another, carrying burdens for one another, just like Jesus. And that means just like the Father, because he only did the will of the Father, right? All for the one. Faith works by love. Faith works by love. It's not magic. It's not the genie in the bottle. It's love for one another. Why? We love God by loving one another. We love God by loving his kids. We love God, right? Faith works by love. God, and who does God love? The whole world. 
the whole world for God so loved the world that who for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life God loves you just as you are but he also loves you too much to leave you there he loves you too much to leave you there right we don't have to earn God's love it is a free gift All we have to do is receive his love, right? Receive his love. Receive his love today. If you're like, I don't, I have never received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I'd like to give you an opportunity. But just say you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior a long time ago, and you're like, I want that kind of love. I want to experience that kind of love. Do you know that God sent Jesus so that you could experience that kind of love? Don't miss out on that love relationship with God the Father, with Jesus the Son, and with the Holy Spirit that is with you. Do not miss that opportunity. If you, if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I'd like to give you an opportunity tonight. I'd like to give you an opportunity tonight to call on the name of Jesus, receive him into your heart, and that your life will never be the same. How? Because you're going to experience love love. And I encourage you to keep coming, keep growing, right? So that you can learn that love, walk out that love. Let's pray together. Let's say a prayer together. Say it with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I call on your name right now. I believe in you. I believe you're the son of God. I ask you to save me and set me free. Thank you, Jesus, for this new blessed life. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen, amen, amen. And just like that, you enter into the family of God by faith, by receiving Jesus, by calling on Jesus. And if you did that for the first time tonight and you're in the house, I'd love you to raise your hand. We have a gift for you. We have a, we have a booklet that we'd like to get to you. And if you're online and you receive Jesus, please click that I receive Jesus button. Also, if you can reach out to us via email or on the connect card, we'd love to get that book to you as well. Because there's so much more than just getting to heaven. It's about living heaven on earth, right? Amen, amen, amen. I love you guys so much. I love every single one of you. I believe in you guys, and I believe that God has great plans for all of us. Do you guys believe that? Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.